your fearless Commissioner Tom Hart side by side co Commissioner Common House. Together, this is the Champions Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the final third of the year of the 2022 KCLC season. Depression and uh, whatever anxiety. the depression, anxiety, ex, uh, ex, happiness. I can't say uh, ex, all exaggeration. I can't speak words. Grammar exuberant? Are you exuberant? That no, are you, I'm saying. Are you but jubilee? I'm thinking you might be, um, considering how your season's gone so far. Oh yeah, season, seasons, seasons. I mean, I'm only two games above five, five above five hundred, but. I'm streaking. I what? It's just weird to say that I I have a hot team and my team is hot because of a Chicago Bears quarterback. Literally, it's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Like, fuck it. What was the stat that Robert Mays did this week? It was like two his his two sixty running back his two sixty yard runs. Would be would be top ten runs for any quarterback over the last like twenty five years essentially. Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. I do and love the fact what though. What I think that- is great. What I think is great is the Bears still aren't winning, so it's not like the league is this. It's not like this is like Eagles Michael Vick and he's taken over the league and like oh my god is it really happening and the league is going like defenses are going to really scheme after this guy. Uh, he's bad enough as a passer. I think people might just let him keep doing this, and the Bears will still lose. So I think I think this hot run might last a while. The thing is, though, is isn't that bad for him long term? Right? Like he's gonna get happy feet and like see ghosts because their oh, line yes. is so bad and just never oh, yes. go through a full progression. Yes, that's absolutely possible. It's yeah. It's a little more Jay Cutler in him. <laughs> Which is not something I would have expected, but yeah, but that's, that's what we need. We need we need him as like a spiritual advisor for Justin Fields to just just be like, "Hey, dude, just smoke a cigarette. It's fine. Just just, stay in the pocket." Like my one thing before we start with fantasy, it, just talking about football in general. Out of like the major teams that like most of our league like you know roots for, like Broncos, Packers, Bears, and the Giants. The Gi- the Giants currently are clearly the best team out of those four, and it's fucking just like it it doesn't make sense in my brain. No. They have a great defense and everything, but it's like I expected the Bears' defense to be a little bit better. But then they're like, we're gonna trade the linebackers because we don't want to pay them, and then we're just gonna let Justin Fields run for like a hundred and fifty yards every week and just see what happens. Yeah, it's. It's it's a wild world. The NFL is very weird this year at like a macro level, at a team, team to team level. Tom Brady's not good. Aaron Rodgers not good. Like the Bears quarterback is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really fucked up. I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. But all right, yeah. uh, my my other my other big news. Uh, of course, you know life is good. Winning streak, Bears quarterback play, um, and my fucking family of four has eaten five loaves of pumpkin bread <laughs> since Thursday. Are we talking the mini loaves? Are we talking like no, no? These are 
they're not like a, not a full loaf that you would say get like a like a like white bread, right? Like, like a giant, but like, like a loaf sack. pan, like it's like yeah, a loaf pan, not a mini loaf pan. It's just we've been in this never-ending cycle of I get up early in the morning and I need a snack, and I end up finishing off the leftovers. Zoe wakes up and cries because because her punky toast is gone. Because daddy uh, ate the, all the pumpkin toast. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she offers to make it herself. So we let her, and then she makes a couple more loaves. And then she notices I'm looking for it when she's finished it off. And she's like, it's okay, daddy. I'll make you more punky toast. So she makes another couple loaves, and then another couple loaves, and another couple loaves. I'm hoping we're going to end the streak with this last loaf here. No, you know that's we, not going to be the case. You're we're, go- we're gonna let we're gonna let Zoe get the final bite and and enjoy it. And we're I gotta put on my best poker face to act like I don't want any more. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully this this storm will roll through. But God, she like made out with the loaf because we could, told her she couldn't have the, her next slice till after dinner. And then so she gets up on the counter and she's staring at the loaf. She's like. It's okay, Daddy. I'm just looking at it. She goes to pick it up. I was like, like, it's okay, Daddy. I'm just kissing it. And I'm like, what? I'm looking at it, Mom. I'm just like, what is this girl doing? And then she's like, "Mm, I'm just going to eat one crumb. Okay, Daddy? I'm like, no. We we have a rule. So I had to whisk her away. And God damn it, she's a punky toast fiend. It's the Iowan coming out in her. It's the only thing I can think of. All right. Do you have any fun anecdotes, or do you want to talk about your two and seventeen, two and eight, two and eighteen, two and one and one and nine? Where are you at? I'm, I'm at I'm at depression. That's where I'm at. <laughs> um, that not not much really going on here, other than uh, we were watching the Vikings. We watched all the games this weekend, Bennett and I. When we watched the Vikings game, her like heart rate jumped up like 110 above normal. So, like, her, like, regular is, like, 61, and it jumped to, like, 170-something, like, during that, like, last two minutes of that game and the insanity it was. Yeah, like, a Fitbit on and you were tracking it or something? Yeah, exactly, and it was hilarious. <laughs> but it was just, like, I she gets real passionate about certain games, and then just others is just nothing. She, but she's not really, like, emotionally affiliated with any one team, right? I mean, she's emotionally affiliated against the Saints is, is the, oh, biggest, that's right. that's the right. biggest one. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, let's go ahead. Let's dive into Week 10. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of boring games this week. Two, two good ones, um, one of which was not the good one we, we thought would be. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead. We'll, t- we'll start off with some of the real shitty ones. Let's talk about Joe getting a win. Uh, I believe we made the bet about Castro getting above a certain threshold last week. He got below it. Uh, Castro, of course, getting the injury bug with Jerry Judy getting hurt. The very first play of the game for the Broncos. Classic. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire played four plays. Classic Castro. Um, yeah, not how much to say there. From Joe's team. But like an average... Average Jerry Judy of like fifteen, and a Clyde Edwards here like a big game for Clyde could be twenty points. That's thirty five points. But like Clyde hasn't gotten above ten in six weeks. It's fine, but 
seeing there's a chance. <laughs> there wasn't. Like, this was, like, the only reason this got close was because, A, both of Joe's starting quarterbacks decided to get hurt and, and not play. Um, magical. Like, it was like they got hurt during the week. It's not like they got hurt last week for, you know, kind of right. like. And then his A.J. Brown got hobbled on Monday Night Football. I got one catch and then immediately, like, grabbed his leg and then didn't move for the rest of the day. So it was it was not, like, close. Really, because of C.D. Lamb going off for 38 points, clearly his best game of his career at this point. Um, and who, who drafted C.D. Lamb? I believe that was Castro, was it not? It sure was. It sure was. I think he kept him. <laughs> I will say, though, Castro That's also... 38 points, very much. I mean, this game was basically... This was basically, like, a 38-point game. And we could have... We, we, I know it was a blowout, but, like, there's just a few decisions, a few, a few other universes nearby, dimensions nearby. This Castro beats the now 9-1 Joe. All I'm saying is, is is Joe sucks. All I'm saying is is we have now officially like raked Castro over the coals so badly he will make zero trades next year because of how many good players he gave away this year. Right? He just just gave them all away. Um, yeah. yeah. Joe won. He he had a cupcake matchup. Uh He's only two wins away from the all-time wins record for the regular season. Yeah, we've got an extra week now. We've ha- we have never had an undefeated with a 13 game. So with a 14 game, a one game loss can get that. Right. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Tom is going to be livid. But yeah, enough about that one. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about. Wilson versus the Blood Sharks. We knew that this was going to be a wallop. Vince tried to to make a trade with you, or he did make a trade with you, to get some midweek help in uh, Kenny Pickett, who played really well for uh-uh. like a fill-in. He, he, he was basically just as good as Josh Allen. Yeah. Which is weird. I should have I should have I should have had to get more money from, from Vince. I could have gotten more than two dollars probably. But like this was just you know, like you know like you know Kenny Pickens was the number one quarterback in this whole match between Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, and Pickett. Number one quarterback. Actually, it was Josh. Yeah, Allen. it was still Josh Allen. I was like, what the hell is your math? Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. I was off by a decimal point. I mean, it's still it's still math. Anyway, uh, Vince was set up to lose. He lost because of his Chicago Bear, David Montgomery. Not like. He didn't get anything. Like, the Bears got 30 points. He had five. Right. The Bears had an amazing rushing day. Um, fucking Khalil gets hurt, and Montgomery can't get anything. On the other side, Wilson got kind of lucky in this one. He didn't play super well. He got bailed out from, like, a, I think it was like a 60-yard Dalvin Cook play in that uh, Minnesota game. And then, in general, Zach Ertz went down with the injury. Debo has not been great this year. I mean, he, Wilson's got to be kind of disappointed with Debo at this point. Definitely. But, I mean, I guess he kept him for three, but even still, like, it's it's not what you want. Um, 
Jalen Waddle had a, a, a bad game considering they put up damn near 40 points. Like, it, it Wilson did fine. He would have lost to more than half the league, though, this week, which is surprising considering he was basically full strength. Yeah, he should be happy he got to face the the uh, Ohio list Blood Sharks. Yes. Or the uh, Cincinnati list. Bengals got to, uh, Browns got to play, but okay. Vince right. lost. Vince lost, which is big because he was part of that big tie in first place. Yep. Bengals go home. Vince goes home. What's our next matchup? We got a, we got a, we got one more blowout, don't we? Yeah, but this was your game of the week that you picked. Actually, if you recall, was uh, Sir Luco versus Acosta. I think you're right. <laughs> And Do you remember who I picked to win? I don't actually remember. Me neither. I'm going to guess you probably picked uh, Sir Luco. Because, like, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, just it was, like, matchup-wise, it was going to be a rough day for Acosta. Mainly because Derek Henry was going against Denver. Denver knows that, like, like, they have a great defense this year. So they just have to stop Derek Henry, which they did. Um, and then outside of that, I mean... There's just a lot I mean, of, the like... Big, the big thing is Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Wait, but, I mean, he got hurt. Like, I th- yeah, exactly. But, like, wasn't that the third quarter of that game, I think? Like... Yeah. Do you see how many receiving yards Cooper Cup logged? Yeah, negative one. <laughs> yeah. I will say, he did have, what, Wofford uh, was the quarterback of that game? Right. Yeah, yeah there, was no, there was no Matt Stafford, but still, you... The, the cup he's been getting has been you know, 20-some points, like, fucking every week. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, he, he's been relying on him. But then on the other hand, Amon Ross St. Brown finally came back and had a really good game. All it took was a but shootout against... Yeah, a shootout with Chicago for it to happen. But you gotta be Chicago, happy with that, that it's, like, still... That. You gotta be happy that, like, he can still get that at this point. Um... Yeah, I just, like, it's it's weird. I don't know how Acosta's team is going to finish out this year. Like, he's been struggling a bit lately. Yeah. Um, he has big names, right? Well, you're thinking he started the year hot, Patterson got hurt, and you'd think the return of Patterson padding up his running back group would be great for Acosta, but it really hasn't been that great. You look at the names on Acosta's team, and you feel like, He's got to be pretty damn good, like decent. I mean, Herbert, Herbert, and Lawrence. You know, we've got young guys that are supposed to be taking step forward. We got running backs that are getting a big load. We've got wide receivers that are top end play. We've got one of the three good tight ends, yep. except George Kittle has been ass this year and not playing much. But you could still probably argue he's one of the three good tight ends because there's only. <laughs> three worth playing and yep. then there's Derrick Henry who's great uh, but then he gets 100 points because everyone was just kind of ass yeah I've... Sir Luco's like the opposite he has the least sexy team over here what do you mean the least sexy he's got the number one like non-quarterback in Tyreek Hill oh right right Hill and Adams are are, are, are very sexy uh, I I I, I, I Eckler being like the the number one running back of all of all the running backs. Yeah, like he's got the number one running back and the number one receiver. But after that, it's a bunch of like, are you really starting 
Ayuk, are you really starting Schultz? You're telling me that there wouldn't be like half the league wouldn't be wouldn't love to have Daniel Jones as their fucking quarterback too right now? I bet they would, and they're fools. Are they not fools? They're chumps. Uh, but they're not chumps. They're probably in the champs division the way the year's playing. I mean, it sucks to suck, Tom. I mean, I know that like you're you know a player for first, but there's still two teams in the champs better than you. Right. Sure. Sure. Anyway, all I'm saying, like top to bottom, Acosta's got names. Like, like Miles Sanders, I feel like is the one you like roll your eyes at the most, and he's been good this year. He's turned returned good value, a top twenty running back, and just pretty all around. Saluko's got a couple of studs, and the rest are just like. Antonio Gibson, really? Wasn't he just going to be the return man? But Antonio like, Gibson's a top twenty running back, right? Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not sexy, but he's got he got 15 points this week. Got 145 as a team. Saluko's winning games, and he's tied atop the division. I'm calling it now. Saluko's taking that division title this year. Probably first time. Yeah, at least in a long time. He might have had it very early on in like the. Uh, he would have had to have it before I was around. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah, not much else there. So you want to go into your game next or mine? Really, your game lasted this long. Both of them were very close. Both of them were very close. I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, we, we saved these two because both were ten points or less. Like that's for for fantasy. That's pretty damn close. Yeah. Um. Let's do yours next. Yeah. So. Yet again, the Denver Broncos fucked me in the butt, and <laughs> I keep Where waiting. Do you think they'll turn it around. I'm like, their schedule is so good. They went against the worst pass defense in the entire league. Russell Wilson gets 14 points. Granted, they three of their top four receivers are out, but it's just like oh, it's frustrating as shit. And then like, Russell Wilson has done great things with bad wide receivers and bad offensive lines before. What's different, Joe? Why won't Russ cook? <laughs> he don't wanna. Um, but I mean, like it was a good game overall. Garrett, he got—I don't want to say he got lucky, but Jonathan Taylor finally came out and he had that sixty-yard run. That that play alone was like a thirteen-point swing. Yeah, I mean that. Not there's not much I can do there. Uh, Carter opened the game with a thirty-five-yard touchdown for the Chargers, which was their longest touchdown of the year, which seems weird. And then I got lucky that with Miami putting up damn near 40 points, Tua only had 23. Like, that's kind of lucky. So Garrett had a good week. I had a pretty good week. The parts of me that, like, did bad this week were either matchup-related or a tight end. Like, the tight end wasteland that nobody is good with. Right. Except for, of course, Kelsey, which is really kind of the reason that you're kind of relevant is just Kelsey and Fields. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Stephon Diggs is pretty good, too. He's good, but it's like, uh, he's not carrying your team as much as these other two. Um, So, Tom, what's it like to have a quarterback who just gets you 40 points every week? Right? 40? (laughs) We're moving on. Yeah, there's not much else to say on that. I mean, if he's got something, but. It's, no, no. Good, Good job for Garrett. You know, sorry for you. You had a, you had a good game. You would have beaten a lot of teams. Uh, but not the one you faced. So you, uh, so you're still in the toilet bowl for now. 
Uh, no, I'm still not because I'm ahead of Patterson. I have tiebreakers over Castro and Patterson. Anyway. Yeah, Justin Fields gets 40 points, like, all the time now. Just, like, a bunch of rushing yards. Like, a bunch of touch, like, four touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. I mean, all it took was going up against two of the worst defenses in the league, but. Right. Um, we'll we'll, game, we'll see about that playoff great. schedule. What's that? We'll see about how he does with your playoff schedule when he goes up against right. Seattle, like, Philly, Buffalo. Yeah. If Garbage can, time points. Yeah. Um, but really, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great. It really. Um, I don't. I can't. It's still hard to count on it. You know, because it's like a Bears quarterback. Yep. And Patterson was on fire all day. I was like, "Am I? He's got so many guys on a bye. I'm basically full strength. Why the hell am I really gonna lose this week? I really need to keep my spot, in my division." And then Justin Fields happened. And all was good. And then fucking Connor in, was that Monday night? Was that Sunday night or was that Sunday afternoon? Sunday afternoon was Connor. That was afternoon. Um, he really blew up, not until the fourth quarter with a big touchdown run. And fuck, I was like, I was, I had it pretty damn sealed away. And then we go into the night. And it's a 50-50 ball game. I get my third loaf of pumpkin toast out. I actually stay up to for, for a little bit of Monday night football. Yeah. Terry McLaurin's got like four targets in the first drive, and I'm and I'm just in heaven. Um, Emily is rolling her eyes at me while she's watching Netflix and working on her uh, cross stitch. Uh, and then Terry McLaurin finally gets a couple more catches, and I'm like, all right, bye, wife. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's 9.15. It's too late. And I would have been a happy man. Top of the division, because I do have Tarbrook over Saluko. Uh, back-to-back weeks, I believe, as the number one scorer. Um, I got the hottest quarterback in all of the land. He's only getting hotter. Their Bears defense is only getting worse. But how many weeks will he have more rushes than completed passes? <laughs> or is I'm that just all of them? That's just, is that just most weeks now? Where he's just not going to pass the ball ever. Right. It's great. It's great. <sighs> it's, it's a winning strategy for me. Defenses are going to accept it, right? You take. He's going to take what the defense gives him. Which, if the defense has given you something, it's probably because they've made a calculated decision that it's worth it to give it to you rather than something else. Yeah. But I'd rather scare Justin Fields, just take what the defense gets him, and then run a couple extra steps with his quick little feet. Yeah. Um, the rest for, of my te- team is fine. No, you know? it's it's not, but we'll get there. You know, some guys get their targets. The running back situation is <laughs> is goes worse every week. <laughs> um, but on the other side, though, just like I want to take a second to talk about some some of the people for Patterson that really showed up. Who would have thought the Geno Smith Marcus Mariota combination would would do so well this year? But uh, it is. Granted, he he doesn't normally pair, play Mariota, but who knew Cor- Mariota and Drake London going up against Carolina this week actually kind of showed out. Uh, Jeff Wilson uh, was ran amok. He just 
was unstoppable, which is weird because he's like 30 in my head anyway. I don't know if he actually is 30. He's but 27. He's, he's like 30 for a running back. He just, you know, he's yeah. an old man running back. But really, I mean, the only reason this was close to begin with was Christian Kirk, who we've talked about before this year. Just unbelievable value. So much targets. 12 times he was targeted a season high for him. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So not much else to say. Good win on you. Good performance by Patterson. Yeah, he's gonna. He looks like he might get some more wins if he keeps playing like this. Kyle, there goes your eighth seed. But he's gonna be playing all of his Baltimore Ravens again. <laughs> like this is the thing. Is like be even better. He had like three Atlanta Falcons show up. Which is weird, but... None of them were Kyle Pitts. Or of, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that, that's a whole other cop topic. But, Tom, I've got two quick fun fun facts here for you. Hit me with it. Are they all about how great I am and how bad Joe is? Those are um, the only facts I like. So, partially, right now. So, you have currently three top ten players. Yeah. If you had to guess what rank... Castro's best player is out of all overall players. Can I look at the names on his players? Yeah. Okay, we've got Dak Prescott. Ranks a little low because he's been missing. Raheem Moser. Yeah, it doesn't say. Don't look at the ranks or anything. Just look at the names. Like. I'm just getting the names. Hilaire, maybe? <laughs> Metca- Metcalf's probably been fine. Met- so, Rogers, quarterback, not been good, though. I don't know. Somebody on there is 19, at least. No. So his best player is ranked 37th. No. <laughs> no, what, 37? That's that's what I looked earlier. I'll, I'll do another double check, but that's what I looked was Rodgers is currently his best overall player, which makes sense if you look at his team because you would say otherwise DK Metcalf, but he – It says Rodgers is 16th – is 14th quarterback. Right, 14th for quarterback, but there's other players ahead of him. Oh, you co- mean like overall? Yeah, overall. So, like, if you combine all the positions. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. you, meanwhile, have three players in the top ten. Fuck yeah. So, I just was like, this is, like, how terribly wrong it's gone for Castro. <laughs> um, is C- where does C.D. Lamb and A.J. Brown fit? Um, both those of those were both Castro guys, right? Yep. Uh, both of those are are above thirty seven. We'll, we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Um, the other fun fact: um, when was the last time the majority of the team, the majority of the league, had negative point differentials? So right now, six six out of the ten teams. Have negative point differentials. Oh my god! And um, we're you're asking what season that happened last? Yeah, it has happened once before. Really, I'm gonna say uh, 2018. So it was 2017. And uh, fun fact: that year I was also three and (laughs) ten. This, is, this isn't your year, buddy. This is, it, is not your type of year. No, it is not. So that I thought those were two fun facts. When the whole league sinks down, you go with it. When when the tide rises high, Kyle, I think that might be when you rise high. 
I don't fucking know, man. Let's go into week 11. Unless you have week anything else. 11, us. guys, we are... That's a big number. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 11, guys. That, yeah. 11, 11, 12, 13, 14. Boom. Four games. Four games left of the regular season. We out of here. And then... What is that? Castro and Kyle are then done in the regular, done with their playoffs. And... No, because no, then we're in the the fucking like wrestling to see who the hell gets demoted at this point. But right. it's not going to get to that. I'm going to get that eight seed, and then I'm going to sure. get I'm going to beat Joe. That's that's sure. how it's going to go. And uh, gonna... Speaking of shitty stuff, is there any teams you want to talk about first? Get over with. I mean, it's more just it's a shitty matchup. I think mainly because as we've talked about at length. I don't see Castro doing well. Um, Garrett, the only thing, reason Garrett could have trouble this week is because he's got injury issues out the ass at receiver. Three of his top four receivers are hurt. Really, he just has Hopkins. He's hoping, I'm guessing, that Thielen comes back. He might play four um, running backs this week, maybe. Like, he might just have to do that. That's the only reason I think this gets close. Garrett's got the lucky Odell Beckham sign somewhere. Yeah, but because it's like uh, People's Jones, that game right now is projected to have two feet of snow. Like on Sunday, so it's like normally People's Jones is okay, but like, do you trust Jacoby Brissett in a snowstorm in Buffalo? God no. Right, I just especially like a Buffalo team that's going to be out for blood because of how bad they lost. Um, Jonathan Taylor, though. Jonathan, uh, yeah. He's been, like, kind of got the injury bug lately. He has no injury tag right now. Yeah, he had a good right game. big runs last week. He might be back to cream of the crop. Top. He's got that Jeff Saturday energy. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, like, uh, the only thing that, like, kind of... Again, it's not great, but it's like for Jonathan Taylor to do good, you're thinking that's probably going to take away from Jalen Hurts. Time of possession, we'll go with Jonathan Taylor running the ball, and then Jalen Hurts doesn't have it as much. But I mean, that's what happened last night, and Jalen Hurts still got 22 points. Yeah, right, Dan- he'll get his. Yeah. Right. Again, to, to lose to Castro. Yeah. Right. We you, you need to really hit the bottom of your projections, right? Joe. Joe had some issues, and he won by 40 points. <laughs> and, that, like, I will say, who knows? Maybe this is the week that Justin Fields learns how to throw a football forward. And it's against Atlanta, and it blows up, and Castro takes off. But, like, you're they're... You're talking about Dar- Darnell Mooney becoming a good fantasy player again? Like, he... Over the last month, he's not bad, but it's like, right now, he's what? Castro's number one receiver? Yeah, he, he's a great second flex. God damn. But he's your number one wide receiver. Um, yeah, I don't really have much... Like, again, I, it, would, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if Castro won, only because Garrett has, this week in particular, a lot of things going against him. But Garrett's team is better. Like, there, there's yeah. no question. It's just, like, everything would have to go completely wrong, and Castro would, like, barely edge Garrett out. Right. There's a chance. Uh, but but I don't think anyone's betting on it. You got to give us some real good odds, Castro, if we're going to pick you, you know, straight up. 
Yep. So that's that so game. So we're both going Garrett. That's for sure. Um, other game that I thought was just overall a bad matchup. Um, canned bread versus the East Rutherford Cougars. Both of these teams over the last month have been kind of bad. Patterson had a great last week, but other than that, has had a bad month. Um, he's getting all of his Baltimore Ravens back, but he but is he's losing. He's losing plenty too. Like Christian yep. Kirk, who we've talked about, who's basically his MVP. <laughs> Jeff Wilson, who's been great since the trade. Geno Smith. And fucking Geno Smith, who apparently is like twice as good as Aaron Rodgers. But he'll get Ramondre Stevenson back, or Ramondre Stevenson. And that's in itself like great. Why is you know Smith good because Pete Carroll is actually a good offense or like a good coach. That's that's it. Pete Carroll doesn't run the offense. No, but like he's good at getting Pete like only runs the defense and the defense is ass. If there's anything good in Seattle, it's uh, despite Pete Carroll. Unless unless you're just gonna say he's so smiley and invigorating that Geno Smith now has the right. I think it's more just like I think to like throw balls to receivers' hands more good. I think he just gets Pete Carroll gets a lot of people to buy into whatever the OC is doing and not freewheeling it. He he gets a lot of his players to play in specific systems. He got Russell Wilson to play in his system for years, where it's a run first. Like they ran the ball first all the time. So it's like for me, that's the reason. One of the reasons why Geno Smith is doing well. Like they have that buy-in into the Seattle system. But regardless. All that doesn't mean shit when he's on a bye for Patterson. Um, yeah, it's just it's gross. Um, I don't know. Like I, this one can replace. He'll replace Geno with Lamar Jackson. Not too bad. Uh, Mariota's staying in versus Chicago. Chicago's defense ass. Yeah, uh, Mariota can run, and there's no <laughs> linebackers left to to tackle. Uh, a running quarterback there. So Mariota should have a fine game. The Geno Smith first replacement should be fine, but can we replace Kirk and Wilson? I think he can. I mean, I think just, you know, in general, Stevenson gets up there. He's been really good this year, and who knows, Tyler Algier could be kind of a surprise one. It's like, I I could, could see him having an okay enough day, but I really, the big thing is just like, the Thursday night game this week, Henry and Aaron Jones going against each other. I have zero idea. Like, you could tell me any possible outcome of points that those two individuals are going to score, and I would believe it. It's like, oh, like, Green Bay decides to just like go all in on stopping the run, and, like, they're not afraid of Ryan Tannehill in this past game. Right. Henry gets, like, 20 carries for 60 yards again, kind of like last week. Oh, Aaron Jones gets 40 points because... Tennessee's ass at defending explosive plays. I don't know. But, like, in general, I'm going Acosta with this one. We've talked about it at length this pot, or this episode in particular. He's got the top-end talent, right? Yeah. Like, it's clearly like gotta, in his favor. He's like, like, you've got your issue with the Broncos of, like, oh, they got to be good at some point. I feel like it's almost his whole team is in that Broncos stage. Maybe not as severe as how, like, below expectations Russell Wilson is. But it's just, like, down the list, it's like, almost all of these guys should be better. Yeah. And maybe they will. And maybe this is the week they get back, get right. I do think Patterson will handle his bye weeks fine. I think this will be a close one. 
it might be low scoring on both sides as both of these teams. It'd be mid. It's like both of these teams are going to have like the sixth and the fifth highest scores of the week, and right. it'll be close. But I'm going to take Madison. I like some matchups, and I like I like I think he can do just fine with his buys. I'm going to go Acosta. I think this is his get right. Kind of shakes off some of the dust. All of his top players do well, and Herbert finally shows up for like once this year. So that's me. I think I picked these first two. You pick the next two and let me know who you think the game of the week is. Because there is a very obvious choice, but I'm convinced you're not going to pick it. <laughs> you don't think I'll pick it? I'll definitely pick the next two. Well, I guess that, and the, which will leave you the last one. Yep. Um, we can go with my matchup first. I'll take away the the excitement that you think I'm going to leave myself as the game of the week. I honestly but don't. Me versus Vince, six team, six win team, five win team. A lot of the line here. Um, Ohio is it, back. Ohio is fucking back. Justin Fields, like I think he says he's tired or something. Like there's some he's had some like weird complaints. Like all oh, my feet hurt. I'm doing all this running. Yeah, he he doesn't want to run. He wants to throw. He just doesn't remember how. He's he's a quarterback. He got a lot of. He hasn't had a single game this year with twenty completions. Yeah, but <laughs> he's got like forty points back to back weeks and twenties and all the others. So he's a fucking stud in the dome at Atlanta. Gonna that grass is gonna let he's gonna tear his ACL. That turf it's gonna it's been fucking up people all year. His cleats are going to dig right in. It'll be nice and dry. It'll be warm. His joints will loosen up after leaving the cold Chicago weather. Justin Fields will have another hot day running. But Vince has a lot to win here. He beats me. He'll have two wins over me. Yep. So he's got a, he'll have tiebreaker over me, and he'll have tied my record. And he'll basically leapfrog as the, the two seed overall. You think he can do it, though, with Ohio at his back? I think it's going to be tough, but I think it's possible. Really, it's going to come down to, like it does every week, how does Cincinnati do? (laughs) Right? Like, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has been asked this year. However, they did finally just get most of or some of their big defensive players back, um, and TJ Watt specifically. I, I like I don't know like I think that game's gonna be close. I'm guessing it takes a lot of sacks. Joe, that offensive line doesn't help him. T.J. Watt could really could run really a fuck up Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean I guess the big thing is is like is Mark Andrews healthy? We don't know for sure. I mean like right now they're saying he's got a good chance to play. If not, then he's putting in Pat Fryermuth. I don't know if that's a great option. Uh. Vince, Vince has I I think Vince has more talent on his team than you do across all the positions. You have a higher top end at this point, but oh, yeah. but Vince I got, a, has, I got a couple of diamonds. Vince has much harder opponents this week or game conditions. The only thing is is like if there was ever a week for Devin Singletary to show up, it's a week where there's two feet of snow in Cleveland or in, in uh, Buffalo versus Cleveland. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't really have a good feel on this one. I'm going to take you just because you have Travis Kelsey, really, and that's a difference maker, apparently, in this league. Yeah, he gets fucking 30 points every week, and 
And, and this is like the and first year he's been healthy the whole Jersey year. Jersey is like a top three tight end, and he is just nowhere near Kelsey. The fact that Kelsey hasn't just gotten some type of like pulled hamstring or something yet, like it's got to be due. And it's like, like, come on, guys, who else is Mahomes really throwing to? Like, talent wise, like obviously Kelsey is going to be the targeted man. And you know, it's just like he's always playing. No with one's like a- really taken him away. Like he had a ten point game week two. But that was when Mahomes was kind of in a lull. Since then, like, he always shows up. He's always getting, like, a shit ton of targets. Like, he had, like, diarrhea at halftime last week and got 17 targets somehow. He is on pace to destroy his touchdown totals for the year. Like, his previous high was 11, and he's already at 8 for a year. Like, that's kind of crazy. Ridiculous. So I, I'm picking you in this one, and unfortunately, it, it, you're going to get to seven wins. I don't like it because, again, I think like the bottom half of your team is garbage. I think you have a lot of issues at running back. Um, yeah. I I don't yeah, love the running this uh, where where this you don't like the double diamond Detroit running back duo. I mean, like it caps your ceiling of how how many you can get. Right? It's like well, how many times are they both going to get twenty? But. Oh, very, very few. Hopefully, this is not the long-term solution for Scissor Me Daddy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like Jacoby Myers, he'll have a, a tough game this week. Sauce Gardner is gonna just is destroying everything in his path, receiving wise. Yeah. Um, again, Stephon Diggs might have a down week. I don't know. Like it's it's gonna come down to is Justin Fields gonna have another fucking sixty-yard run? Right. If, if, if yeah, if, if Justin Fields gets forty, it doesn't matter what the Bengals do. But if Justin Fields puts up like six, because he can't... Which is, th- which he- is very possible. <clears throat> At some point, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I know. I had him. Those first fucking th- three or four weeks when I was like, all right, guys, why don't you run with him? He's, he's great. Like, design some runs for him. They're like, nah, we'll let him scramble. And then fucking... He starts to get 15 carries a game. And I'm just like, that's what I wanted. But Chicago decided to wait until the fucking bye week to unleash that shit. Ah, I, there's been few years I've been as angry at the Bears as like that like I just hate them as a franchise as much as this year, and that that's one of it. Yeah, they're hard to they're hard to love. That's for sure. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm I have like zero confidence this is Justin Fields train is going to keep going. I'm going to keep starting him. Of course, I am hoping that this forty point burger thing keeps going. But I think his projection is overrated. Like, a lot of my team is kind of overrated, except for those couple diamonds. I'm going to take Vince. His Browns are coming back fully loaded. Maybe they have a trouble with a big pass rush in pit. But I'm not that good. Scissor me, daddy ass gets scissored. Alrighty. What's going to be our next game, then? Next game is your game, fool. Me versus the Sergucho alarm, shooting for average. Um, really, the only thing I got going for me is no Tyreek Hill this week. But like we said, he just traded and got Rondell Moore. Um, so it's a solid fill-in, right? Like, you could do much worse. Um, you guys have, like, six players in the, the Raiders. Yeah, right. Game. 
And it could be more. And, not, and that could be a very bad game. <laughs> the Raiders-Broncos game. We're going to have so many goddamn players in. It's going to be great. I'm going to love it. It's going to make me extremely happy. Let, let's count it, though. So you, one, two... I have Three, four. four. You have four. He has two. And, like, it's not unreasonable to think that, like, I can maybe go and try to get Foster Moreau as, like, the tight end for the Raiders and, like, throw that in, like, somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but six players. You're not doing and two bad on buys. You've got, I've got, you've got Walker on buy. Nice trade acquisition recently. But your running backs are looking great. Josh Jacobs finally had a good game again last week. He still got it. There's there, there's probably more good games left. There's probably more five point games. Tony Pollard's loving where he's sitting um, on the depth chart. So that's pretty solid. Alan Lazar. What do we what are we expecting out of the wide receivers on Thursday night? So right now, I mean, Tennessee still has the bottom ranked pass offense or pass defense. Um, Lazard got followed all game by Diggs against. Uh, Dallas, the one play he didn't, he got like a 35-yard catch. And so I'm expecting him to kind of have a bounce back. Uh, The rest of the receivers, they all sound better on paper than they've been. Um, I mean, Jefferson, obviously, Jefferson's good. But, like, he'll be probably followed by Diggs all game. And then, yeah, Cortland Sutton, who he's the last man standing in Denver. Uh, so he, he should get plenty of targets, right? He got eleven targets last week, but he only had twelve points with those. <sighs> it's just it's bad. But like on Sir Luco's side, right? It's like he's very, very top heavy. He's got Eckler and Adams, and then Ayuk. I think is is pretty good this year. But it's like he's going to be counting on you know a Brandon Cooks. Brandon, Brandon Cooks doesn't look good. Like he could maybe play Michael Carter. Dead. Yeah, no Tyreek Hill really hurts. At least he's got Adams. At least he's got Adams and Eckler. But, man, no Tyreek Hill for the boom and bust shooting for average Sir Luco. Yeah, I mean, his, da- basically his biggest boom, the guy who hits 30 to 40 points every once in a while with a bad quarterback. Yeah, Fuck, it's... Tyreek is so good. It's kind of crazy. Um... I'm going to pick Sir Luco in this one. Really? Yeah, mainly because I can't trust, I can't pick myself when the when I I'm mean, starting three Broncos and they continually disappoint me week after week. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's where I'm at. I'm taking you. I think you get your third win. I really do. I mean, it'd be great. I'd love it. <laughs> All right. What's our game of the week, Kyle? Game of You're the week. surprised by it, aren't you? I mean, I think it was only you only picked this because I specifically mentioned it. I honestly think you still would have picked you versus Vince just out of spite against the uh, champs. No, no. no. We got. I would, not, I would not sacrifice the integrity of this broadcast with my personal opinions like that. Yeah, I mean, right now, so Wilson versus Joe. Arguably, this game is going to decide who is the one seed. Right, both of these teams have a two two game advantage over the chumps. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no seeing this come. You know, one of these guys getting a two seed. Right, these are. Yeah, especially this is this is for the one number one overall seed. <laughs> <laughs> right, and so there's a lot on the line here. Um, 
both of these teams are, are having some interesting things going on. Um, unfortunately for Wilson, no Tom Brady, who's going to make like Which four. Which isn't like that bad, right? He, he throws in, who, who's he, who's he going to throw in? He's got Jimmy G. Which, like, Jimmy G is fine, right? But, yeah. it's, like, he's clearly, like, worse than than Brady. Or at least, like, worse situation than Brady, right? It's like, San Francisco, you would, it wouldn't be surprising if they ran the ball, like, 25 times. Right? And if that happens, then guess who's got the running back? Joe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Out of the last four weeks, Garoppolo is basically the same or better than Brady. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I still don't think it's that good of a situation. Um, no, no. But that's just how bad Brady's been. So, so yes, it's not that great that he has Garoppolo in, but this is an 8-2 and two team for a reason, and that's not a reason to say they're not playing like an 8-2 and two team this week. That's just been part of his, his roster. But, so here's my question. All right, so you're Wilson. This is, like, yeah. arguably your most important game of the year. You already have some bye week hell at the receiver position, right? You don't have Godwin. You don't have Waddle. You think he punts and makes some more trades? He like you have like why would you trade away like Rondell Moore would have started for him this week and probably would have been a half decent play. Why yeah. like why do that over the tight end? It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Like Sir Luco clearly won that trade to me, and it's not even close. Like kind of yeah. a thing. Um, oh yeah. Again, Josh Allen in the Snow Bowl. We'll see how he does. Um, Dalvin Cook in a in a bad matchup against Dallas. They've been pretty pretty good this year in general as a defense. Um, the real question is: Is will will Joe actually have a quarterback he can play? Um, Stafford is still in the concussion protocol. They have not told him if he's had a concussion, which I think is interesting. And uh, Kyler Murray is still playing Call of Duty, so we'll see if he comes back. Right. And I don't see another. He he just dropped uh, General Mills, David Mills for Houston. There's a couple of guys he could pick up. Like he could pick up like a Colt McCoy if he wanted. Like Colt McCoy. There you go. Who doesn't want Colt McCoy? How old is Colt McCoy? Old enough. Uh, but he's got. Here's the thing. It doesn't Who's ma- older, Colt McCoy or Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford. You sure? Yeah, positive. Yeah, he is, but. <laughs> but- <laughs> It's probably closer than you think. Um, but really, I mean, Joe's got Saquon against Detroit this week, and that's basically yeah, all his, I need. His a handful of Joe studs will show up. We're not, we're not putting red flag like Josh Allen and Dalvin Cook, and who who's the and that's kind of the last stud standing for Wilson is those two. I I will say this though, I do not expect this to be the highest game of the week. I expect this to be one of the lowest games of the week, point total wise. It is the most important game of the week. But it's the most important. Winner basically locks up the one seed. Right. And yeah, I think it fully encapsulates what a one seed is gonna be remembered as this year. Is there they won their one seed because the other team sucked and gave it to them? And that's what's going to happen this week because both of these teams are going to win this or no, they're both going to win. Both of these teams are going to end this week with some great records, but only one of them is going to be the one seed and someone just kind of handed it to them because the champs aren't that good this year. Sorry you feel that way, Tom. 
But when the wheels inevitably fall off the fucking Justin Fields train. Never. <laughs> and you're left there sitting with a Detroit split backfield. And Lenny Fournette losing his starting job to a rookie. We'll see where you're at. Lenny Fournette's still like a top ten running back. Despite like being on the worst rushing attack in the league. And being fat and old. I mean, really, it's because he gets so many goddamn catches. Oh, right. It's great. It's great. And, you know, and White doesn't get a lot of catches, or at least he hasn't yet. But it will. He will. Maybe. 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 But who are you taking? I'm taking Joe. I don't like it. I think Wilson can potentially have the better team. But it's like... Uh, Joe, I think he's making it act, actively making it worse. I think he might be punting on this. What? Is, why does he want Higby that bad? I mean, I, I guess that like if he, does he just think Higby before. is going to get like thirty targets with C- Cooper Cup going out? Maybe. Does he think Higby is a long term solution for him, or is this has he given away a hot wide receiver for one week where he's already? playing from behind i i don't know i the only thing that kind of uh, makes me pause is joe's team outside of barkley none of them have really good matchups it's more just the fact that neither does wilson but wilson has some flexibility we'll see um i don't know i'm picking joe too and i also hate it fine (laughs) when joe breaks the record how butthurt are you going to be? <laughs> we're, we're all going to cry. You'll cry with me. When he has when he has double-digit wins more than you and, like, a little bit better of a team. Uh, because he's going to – I'm going to beat him in the playoffs, and he's going to throw so many things. <laughs> That'll be great. I would love that. that. That's what my goal is. It's like I just want to come in. I want to only win week one. I mean, honestly, it would be great to win the GDAP, but who am I kidding? Like, right. let me let me come in and be spoiler week one. Beat Joe. You won two games this week, this year. The chance of you winning three in a row. I mean, come on. I mean, to be fair, Patterson Patterson's done it. Like, it, it's, yeah, it could happen again, right? You just got to get one or two great waiver picks and a Justin Fields bullshit hot streak, and you do it. Or you can beat Joe and get you know. I mean, how many three game winning streaks has has he had this year without? being good now he is kind of good lately uh, but now he's getting injured again and, and that window of him being good is closing and he's going to get his 10 wins 10th win anyway yep Sad not, mad about it. not mad about it but that's going to conclude our week 11 review preview sorry preview uh tom any final thoughts for the words on or for the kids at home Zoe is learning the catchphrase. She's learning the hand signs. And we got her singing, Oh, scissor me, daddy. Is she? Oh, scissor me, daddy. I really hope she's not saying that to you. Scissor me, daddy. <laughs> she doesn't know what it means. Oh, scissor me, daddy. This has been the Champions Podcast.